What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Real Estate Uncensored. This is the place where you get actionable ideas, insight, and inspiration to turn your real estate career into a life of freedom. And we are back with Chris Prefontaine, smart real estate coach. And if you caught his last episode, then you know we're going to talk a little bit about uh, real estate on terms. And we'll get into what that means just to clarify and refresh everyone, whether you caught his last episode or not. Uh, we dug a little bit into Chris's story. We're going to go deeper into scripts and dialogues about how to talk to buyers and sellers about doing this and what their options are and how to close some deals that way and just get started going down this path. But first, before we bring Chris in, my compatriot, my comrade mm -hmm. in arms, my partner in all things real estate crime related, Daniel, what's up today? What up, the Johnson face? How are you, buddy? Good to be seen. Good to see you and Mr. Prefontaine. I, uh, we were talking off air before we started the show today, um, just to the fact that I'm involved. I bought in. I'm a part of this organization. I'm, I'm working with them on buying and selling property here in the area on terms. It is completely different than what your real estate brain you know, is told to do. It's like 180 and I'm, I've been trying to relearn. Like, it's like learning about to walk again. But once you get it, you're like, what in the hell have I been doing for the rest of my career? This is stupidity. Um, and I was baffled by it. I loved it. I, Chris sent me his book, you know, Real Estate on Your Terms. A phenomenal book. He even signed it for me. Ding! <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. So I'm pumped to have you back, man. It's, you guys run such a solid organization. It's so education forward and you're so helpful to all of your partners and all of your the people that are a part of it because i mean we're like babes in the wood bro like we come into this thing thinking we know how to sell real estate and we just taught we just like get tossed out with the bathwater. goodbye we don't know what we're doing but you, you haul us back in i love it so what all those analogies welcome to the show buddy <laughs> thanks thanks buddy i appreciate it. you know i i was uh you probably remember i was maybe you don't i was a broker too so when yeah. i started doing this i said what the heck was i thinking about like i like you think you know it all until you dive in yeah. That's right. Well, catch us up, actually, just in case people didn't catch the last episode. Give people just kind of a couple of minutes on your background, the broker thing, the transition, uh, and what got you thinking about getting into buying and selling real estate on terms? Yeah, so real 10,000 foot view. Um, I've been at this for 28 years now. That's Wow. That sounds daunting, um, but um, it was back building in the 90s, then it was a realty executive franchise with, with my real estate broker hat on, which was brand new for me. I sold that in 2000 at Coal Banker. I started doing my own investments, coaching people throughout US and Canada, and then that led up to my own investments. Yeah, but in 2008, when the crash came, that's what the trigger was to do a whole bunch of things different. It took a while to get my legs again to say, how do you want to be in real estate, right? Mm -hmm. But then I said, okay, we got to re-engineer it. We got to never sign personally on loans. So that means terms. Mm -hmm. And we got to make sure that we don't borrow money from even private people to do these deals. So everything's on terms, meaning lease purchase or owner financing. You know, so when I first heard about this, it go just 10,000 foot lease purchase, owner financing. I know most of us are probably familiar with owner financing, but let's go over that. What is a lease purchase? How does yeah, that so work? Let's do it with a mortgage in place. So uh, let's see, we're going to buy Matt's home for, we agree it's worth around 300. He has got a mortgage on it of 200. So I say to him, okay, Matt, we're going to make your mortgage payment every single month. That's the lease payment. It goes right to the bank though, directly. And then we're going to guarantee you a hundred grand at the end. What does that mean? It means I'm not talking price. I'm just talking 100 grand equity he's guaranteed because that mortgage of 200 is going to be less at the end. Mm -hmm. I'm paying him 100 and paying the loan off. In the meantime, I've got a tenant buyer in there making that monthly payment and then some to me. So it's paying down principal and it's giving me a nice little payday every single month. But to get in that home and that lease purchase and rent to own on my buyer, they got to put a big down payment down. So I'm getting a nice juicy payday up front, paydays every month, and then payday on the back end. 
So you're working that in regards to, so let's say Matt's home was worth 300,000 today. They have a $200,000 mortgage, easy round numbers, right? Now, um, you, but you put people into properties for three to 10 years. It's not like two months. It's a long period of time, correct? Yeah, it's usually 36 months, especially if it was the seller's primary. So they don't trigger the two out of five years with the capital gains. So we're usually cognizant of that, even though some of them don't even know it, just morally and ethically, we, we want to make sure we do the right thing there. But some of these terms, yeah, can get pushed out to five, seven. We just did a 10, we just did a 15. We're pushing the terms wow. longer and longer because quite frankly, when the market changes, we don't care, right? We mm -hmm. get that much time. So we're thinking ahead for, for any type of market changes too. And so this is the thing that kind of rang true to me. And I'm like, how in the heck are they making the money? Like, I couldn't wrap my head around this. Then I'm like, oh, wait a minute. You agree upon the 300000 which is the current market value for Matt. Matt comes out, doesn't pay real estate commissions, you know, a whole bunch of lists of other things that are value add. He's like, okay, cool. I get my hundred grand, coolio. Then it goes three years out. Let's say tax on another hundred grand. So that's your third payday is that extra hundred grand or 50000 or 200000 whatever that number is, that's your payday, right? Yeah, at the end, it's the premium we marked it up and all the principal pay down. So depending on what that underlying loan has, we've had some as much as, you know, 12 or 1500 a month in principal pay down. Wow. So at the end, you're getting all that. Because remember, you told Matt, you're giving him 100 and paying off the loan. Oh, that's right. Okay. That's so that interesting. adds to the payday three. See that's, that's fast. See, that's what I'm talking about. It's just, it's just, we've been doing this stuff wrong, in my personal opinion. I think my dad said something to me, Chris, I think you would, re you, you would resonate with. He looked at me a number of years ago, and we're, we're looking through pricing in the area, and he's like, you know what, Greg? We should have bought every single listing we ever had. I'm like, you are a moron. We would <laughs> never have made money. <laughs> but looking back, I mean, think about it, man. That's crazy. If you've been able to walk in and give the opportunity, hey, man, I'll, I'll buy your house. I'm going to go to the market. These are the terms. There you go. Why would why couldn't an agent use this at, in a listing presentation? Well, they 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 could and should. I, I've said that since day one because then you're the only agent going in there. If that's you saying, I, let me look at everything and I'll see what the best is here for you. I can buy it. Uh, I can maybe uh, option it and and get some money back to you. Or hey, maybe I just list it. Maybe that's the best route for you. It, you can say you can't you don't have to say no to any listing unless something's grossly in arrears and you just no equity left but every other deal you can make pretty cool so here's the cool thing man i had a past client of mine a couple two years ago uh he bought one of my listings he has he was going through a divorce and um he he moved he bought over on this area i don't know why uh from another city called benicia bought in a city called concord and uh, he called me up there days like hey greg um, the property hasn't appreciated the way I want it to appreciate, but I need to sell it because my daughters are miserable over here. All their friends are over across the bridge over in Benicia. I'm like, okay, Chris, that sounds, his actual name is Chris. Uh, I said, okay, cool, cool Chris. Um, and uh, guess what? The first thing, I knew there's no equity. I know I can rent it, get it rented. Guess what I thought about? I thought about you and your program. I'm like, oh my God, this is a perfect scenario. Perfect. He yeah. doesn't lose any money. He can get out of the situation, you know, and, and he goes net, net zero. I get a property, you know, that's going to cash flow and we're winning. Yeah. And, and then you, you turn that around. Let's say you did that tonight. You can, that thing can be filled because you're offering terms to buyers who can't mm -hmm. get loans right now. Right. You can fill that thing in five to 120 days. That's kind of the window, right? Yeah. So that's pretty quick. So then you get a, a five to 7% check up front. You get in monthly cash flow out of thin air and then you just wait on your back end. Yeah. And because this is a perfect little neighborhood that's like around the corner from a, from a hospital, which is good for an older, elderly couple, very quiet little neighborhood. You know, it's three or four blocks to downtown Concord. It's a great location. Schools suck, but it's a great location. I mean, <laughs> every rehabber and wholesaler will, will, will pass on that as will some agents. If the sellers say, well, I can't even afford the commission because I'm too tight. 
bingo right. then you come in with your that that angle that's interesting chris i'm curious what what is the what what is the um i don't know maybe call it the golden triangle the trifecta like what what's the what's that perfect <laughs> storm of scenarios where where it just it makes so much sense it makes sense to the owner it makes sense to you it makes sense to the buyer uh what are some of those earmarks that you look for well, okay, so it always makes sense to the buyer, frankly, because you're fishing in the pond of people that need that, right? That vehicle, they can't get Serving a loan today. Crop. It's not always a bad thing. It's just money time. But from the seller standpoint, if I had it, we can boil this down further, but the best thing is if, they, if there's equity there and they don't need it right away, they'll get more out of it over time. And if there's no equity and there's some stress there and they got to leave right away, that's great. So it's really all about the motivation. You can talk to people to the blue, you blue in the face. If, if they're motivated and they don't need their equity right away or don't have any, you're golden. And you know, the funny thing is, Chris, that I talked to <clears throat> Zach about this and I said, because well, my mind was moving. I'm like, okay, so there's a lot of people, you said 82% of people can't get a loan right now for some reason. Yeah, depending right? on market. Yeah. Okay. So let's say it's 75%. So bring it down. So it's a quarter, yeah. three quarters. Um, I'm like, how are we getting a hold of people? And he, he's explaining, you know, mailers, calls, you know, standard stuff, right? I'm like, well, who's doing social media on this? Who's putting a video out explaining the different options on how this could work? And everybody's like, nobody. I'm like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shoot videos on this stuff after I get to know it better so I don't sound like an idiot. Um, and then start pushing videos out into my, into my media, into my local market areas where I know there's going to be churn, where I know there's going to be some, some heartache in like some cities like Pittsburgh, Antioch, Bay Point, you know, and some of those lower income areas. Yeah. There's still six, eight hundred thousand dollars $800,000. I mean- all day, every day. And that's, a, that's, that's not taking advantage of the situation. That's bringing an, a, a, a solution to a pain problem. Oh, you're right. The, you, it's like a three-way win. I remember when Nick first, my son Nick uh, first started helping me in like 14. He was a realtor in the same office. We worked out of the same office. And he said he couldn't wait to come in because he said it's so, he used the word healthier and you know, it's just such good energy. You, the buyer's ecstatic, the seller's ecstatic, and we win. Not all this bickering back and forth that goes on. No offense to the realtors, but that happens. No, it, it totally does. And by the way, I got to compliment your son, Nick. I was on our, our, our weekly call and there was a question that came up. And, you know, it was a guy, it was a like, hey, should I push this lady out? You know, she signed a contract. Should I, you know, hold her to the contract? And he's like, hold up. No, you're going to treat her the way you'd want to be treated. This has to be a win-win. If she wants to get out and her life changed and they're going to let her out because you know what? She's going to refer friends and family. And I was instantly, you know, floored by the efficacy uh, of, of your organization. I, well, I appreciate like, it. That's one of our five core values is uh, all transactions with integrity. Mm. It was insane. So tell me, go ahead, Nick. Uh, Matt. <laughs> That's fine. I'm all, I've only been your co-host for four years. An occasional, an occasional slip of the name is no big deal. Thanks, Greg. Thanks. I, I appreciate that. Um, okay. So, so here's the bears flowing already, maybe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So, Chris, this is what I'm curious about. So I think you and... Like, I think you probably had this advantage. Greg definitely has, has this advantage. Not everyone is going to have an established reputation and a decade or two of experience in their market that they can fall back on to say right. to when they're on the phone with a seller, hey, I've been doing this for a long time. I have a yeah. track record. You know what I'm saying? Like Greg's got 40 years of family in the, in, in the area selling real estate. Uh, for those that are just getting started or they're coming at it from, let's say they're just starting out in real estate, they don't have that track record and they want to get into this because they see that this is the next phase of real estate. Yeah. Uh, how, do you, how do you talk to sellers in such a way that your scripting and your dialogue builds that trust 
rather than you having to have a 40-year track record. Yeah, yeah. Two things come to mind. Tell me if this answers it for you. It nails it. Uh, in no particular to one is uh, the confidence. So it's not what you say, it's how you say it. It's just like yeah. being a realtor for the first day. You're gonna, mm-hmm. It's the same answer. So get really good at uh, studying the scripts, which we provide. Uh, that's number one. Number two, though, we've kind of fixed it even further. If someone's in our organization, Greg probably ran across this, then we give them uh, access to national property team. National mm-hmm. property team is, is a quasi association of all of us around the country. And so I heard today, I was listening to a call. We listen to calls and critique them. I heard one of our brand new guys. He's had some success in finance, but nothing in real estate. And the lady said, well, how long have you been doing this? Without hesitation, he said, well, between my partner and I and the group he belonged to well over 100 years. Bingo. Wow. So he didn't have to, he, she went, mm-hmm. oh, great. And she kept going. See, it was how he said it and how quick he said it. He could have just said him and I, you know, because I'm his coach, but he used the whole organization, national property team. Well, that was pretty cool. So that, that mm-hmm. lends credibility. And the third is we teach them to get on the BBB, the Better Business Bureau. Most states are going to make them wait six months. So we've, again, fixed that a little bit. Uh, and it works almost every time where we send a letter from national property team saying, hey, Matt's a member. We've been at this for 29 years, blah, blah, blah. And they've been getting accepted sooner. So these wow. are cool little ties That's for what- credibility. I like it. Yeah, that makes sense. Because Greg, I can see like if you know, if it comes up for you, it's no big deal. It's like it just it rolls right off the tongue. Uh, From the scripting and dialogue point of view, um, I want to talk a little bit about how the conversation goes, because our audience is obviously in real estate already, they know they can list the property. And and we're so used to like Greg said, before we jumped on, like you're you're so ingrained to think that way, to Mm -hmm. think in terms of buying and selling and and the traditional relationship. So how would you recommend people Let's talk about just from a scripting point of view. How do you start the conversation with a seller knowing that you've got this ability versus starting it as a, as a real estate pro? If they were a realtor hat on, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say um, it's an easy in because I'd say, Matt, let me come out. I've got some different options where I can list your home. If those don't work and I think it's best for you or we think it's best for you, it can also buy it. Mm-hmm. And tell me that almost every seller is not going to go, really? Like, I got to know more about that. That's pretty mm-hmm. key. And then you got to do the right thing, though. You got to morally and ethically look at the situation and say, I think this is best for you and here's why. Uh, example, let's, if I run into a seller who's a, a landlord, just use that example, so I know their experience. It's not like they're trying to run away from the property, they're just done renting it. I might give them the option where I make a lot less, we call it an assign out, an AO, which, in which case we get the buyer and we assign it to the seller, they make more money. So some sellers have even said, why, would, why are you telling me that? Because they clearly see that I make less. I said, that's the best thing for you right now. So if you're a realtor, just have that attitude. Just go in with the open eyes and go, which one is the best? And tell them what you think, honestly. And they'll, they'll respect that. Yeah. No, it, it, I, I, love that, I love that approach because it, it's such a different, uh, different approach than, hey, here's my 200,000 bullet points of why I'm the best real estate agent in yeah. all of California. Look at yeah. me. My mom gave me the number one son award too last week. Yeah. You know, hire me. It's more like, hey, man, look, I might, listing the home might not be the right thing for you. Uh, me buying the property might be the right thing. Let's sit down and figure out options on table and then bing, bang, boom. Now, if someone came to me back in 2008 when the crash happened and I lost both of my houses, my cars, right, the girlfriend I was dating at the time told me I didn't, didn't, I didn't make enough money for her and so she left. I mean, someone had come to me and gone, hey man, I know you're up shit creek, but here are some options mm. and you don't have to go through foreclosure and bankruptcy like I did. Right. I'd be like, You're the messiah of real estate. I will refer you my mother, you know, and everyone, everyone else I can ever come across because you gave me an out. It wasn't painful. 
I agree. And by the way, when you said, you know, all the bullet points, I look, I was a realtor. I remember going to listing appointments. The bottom line is you're not selling anything when you're talking about giving them these options. You are, it's like when they go to a doctor, attorney, you know, auto body, whatever, you're looking for solutions for them. It's all you're doing. Mm -hmm. So tell me everything. Give me the numbers in your house. Give me everything. And then I'm going to show you what solutions are the best. I, I don't have to pitch anything. I'm the only realtor in that case, if I, if I was, who's doing that probably in that marketplace. No one else is doing it. Shit. I'm so glad we're doing the show today. I'm going on a CMA here after this. And this guy told me if he doesn't sell by the end of the year, he's in financial straits. This is a perfect scenario. That's I mean, when you want to get Zach on the phone with you and just bang that out. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm glad that uh, you were able to jog my memory of the stuff we're talking about today in my own business that I'm running. <laughs> oh my gosh, dumb, that's dumb. hilarious. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I think that's going to be, I think a lot of people are going to, I don't want to say struggle with it, but it's going to be an adjustment. Uh, people are making it right now in the sense that top, the, some of the top team leaders are looking at the, the, the trends of the iBuyers and things like that, and they're already adjusting their pitch, right? They went to the drawing board and said, okay, this is the new competition. This is what's catching the attention of the homeowners yeah. that we're trying to list their home. So we're already going to have to deal with this. So they're starting to set up, you know, essentially homemade iBuyer programs where they go out and they get some investors together and they, they at least give themselves the ability to say, oh yeah, I can do that too. We can make an offer to buy your home if the, if the numbers work out. Right. And that's fine. But yeah, like knowing that you've got a different option where you've got a different way to make money, it's not just a ploy to get into the home to still list it. <laughs> you're still, yeah, you know what I'll say like too, still doing that. Matt, you jog my brain with this. I, and I'm, cause I'm telling our students this, mm -hmm. there's national companies that like the terms is not new terms have been done for years, but nationally more and more real estate is being done on terms because we all know what direction banks are going. They're going the opposite direction. They're getting harder to work with. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So that's the case. If mom and pop are selling their house and they get a call from a national company or they get a call from you, the local expert, in my opinion, they're going to lean towards you, especially if you've established you as the authority in the marketplace to Greg's point about hitting social media and doing that. Mm -hmm. We're, we're helping our students do that. We call it the authority sprint and we work with another gentleman who, works with us on PR and things and we're making them like the authority. So anyone checks out how to, how to get their home so creatively, boom, they're going to see that person. Well, that's much better than some national unknown coming in. Mm -hmm. My opinion. I like that. Hmm. You know, so a little thing about back to the iBuyers, I was listening to a podcast with Real Trends, uh, Steve Murray, and uh, he was talking about, and I didn't know this, that for all you guys who are listening to this right now or watching this video, um, iBuyers are not really a threat. The reason why is that they actually cost 12 to 15% more after all the fees and everything else that they actually charge more than a real estate, regular real estate buy. So go do, go listen to the real trends that Steve Murray did. It's a fascinating podcast and he breaks it down and you're like, wait a minute, why am I afraid of this? Mm, that's interesting. You know? That I hadn't heard yet. Yeah. And, I, and it may take a while. If, if that's true, then that will eventually get out into the marketplace and sellers will figure that out. Yeah. Especially if it's hidden, you know, quote unquote hidden. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. People do yeah. not like that. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. Okay. So let's, let's talk something. Some, I got a question for you, Chris, is this is what. And, and people are always skeptical. They say, well, this won't work in my market. Of course. You know, I, I work in a luxury market. I work yeah. blah, blah, blah. I was listening to a bunch of the recorded calls on our Slack channel. And dude, I heard Zach negotiating a 1.8 to $1.9 million deal. Yeah. And the guy was just as friendly as the $300,000. Not knocking the 300000 but just the disparity of the, of the it's prices. It's actually easier. It, explain that. 
Well, usually, and again, I'm not disparaging, I'm not segregating, but usually if they're in that, and especially if it's a debt-free home, mm-hmm. then there's some financial savvy there. There's some sophistication there from a just a, a, a business standpoint. And so usually it's a good conversation. Like financial planners and bankers, for whatever reason, like finance people love the, what we do with terms, love it. They get the numbers. They go, I get this. We had, I got at least cars and goes, I get this. I, I know how this works. So the higher end, it works fine. Um, I, like we have a guy in DC who his average price runs one, four, no, one, two to one, eight. Whereas wow. for us, that's like three fifty to seven, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and he's kicking butt. He's our top earner right now, granted because of the price ranges, but um, the, it works at all ranges. Then we've got people down. I got a Slack call today in a house that women bought for 47 grand and one of my students wanted me to analyze the call. You know, so all ranges of price, it works. Yeah, you know, I, it's funny you say that because I, I, I tend to agree with you 100% on the fact, Chris, that the higher end luxury markets, as long as you come in knowing what you're going to do and how you're going to help them and not come in half cocked, yeah. they get it. They're educated. They yeah. understand this. And I use, um, I use Red X, which is the hat that I'm wearing, uh, for doing my dials. And they have a, a tab in there called For Rent by Owners. And I'll call these owners and talk to them about their rental properties. It is liquid gold for calls. Mm. Yeah. Because mm. they, 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 they understand the numbers. They understand the process. They already have their own. This is already one of their investments. Yeah. Okay, shoot, man. I, I don't want to deal with renters anymore. Sure, you take it over and I'll guarantee you we'll set up a call with, you know, with Chris and we'll make it happen. You know, it's, mm. it's just like that. It's so much simpler. It's a great um, price range wise, this, this holds. But also if you're in the high, any price range, but if certainly higher, if that's free and clear and they, they don't need the money, they would have pulled it out already in theory. Mm-hmm. So like, like this building we're in, I think last time I was on your show, we weren't in this building, but we bought this building on a financing and recently I went to the guys only a year in and I was going to look at doing some restructuring and refinancing and it would have taken his loan out. And he said, no, 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 no. I, I told you, I know we didn't sign a do on sale, but I don't want to be paid out because of capital <laughs> gains and other reasons. He's an older gentleman. He has money. So oh. if you fish in the pond of free and clear homes, It'd be great for, as a realtor, but it'd also be great as an investor too, because these people will, will do these deals with you. Um, Zach did a just under a million on the water at Cape Cod. We've had it now for a couple of years. Principal only pay, payments. Uh, little to no down. We put a teeny bit down on that one, but it's a million dollar home. I think we put like nine grand down. Something stupid. <coughs> I, can, I can afford that. I can afford that. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> so it Let works. Get- Long answer, it works. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right, Chris, before we finish off with the final couple of questions, uh, Greg mentioned the book that he's got. You guys actually cover the cost to send that out to people. So where's the best place that they can go to get uh, grab that? Uh, go to free, S-R-E-C book.com, free, S-R-E-C book.com. And that counts shipping. I can't stand when someone says, get my free book and you, you click it and you got to put your credit card in for eight bucks or 10 bucks or 15, you know, crazy. We'll pay for shipping. Just put the day sorry on your show. There's going to be a little link on there. Oh yeah. Just yeah. Let them know that we sent you. That would be much, much appreciated. All right. So uh, before we finish out with like a small tactical question, I, I was just curious, there was something you mentioned about the banks being harder to work with. If that's the direction that they're going. Whereas before, like pre the last crash, uh, they were, they were super easy to work with. They started throwing around money like it was going out yeah. of style. So what, what's the difference you think between now and then? Um, I mean, with credit's a big issue. Right. So people say, well, there's a lot of programs out. Yeah, but you got to, I bought a home in 17, two years ago. And my loan to value on the property is about crazy low, like 20 something percent. I went through this ringer and my, my wife said, how do how other people get like loans and regular loans, like 80% LTV? Yeah. It was ridiculous. So huh. they're getting harder and harder to work with. And if you look at the national numbers, and I forget where this, where I read this sitting one day, but it said like two, 3% of the transactions 
in the early 90s, late 80s, early 90s, were done on terms. And they projected it out saying the next really? few years be up in the high teens for total transactions in the United wow. States. That's a lot. Of, that's a big jump in terms. Wow. Mm-hmm. They're talking about mainly owner financing. They're not even talking about lease purchasing. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Really? That's interesting. Th- that large amount of uh, percentage, that's a huge number. That's, that's tens of thousands, if not higher, of deals. Yeah. So why not get in front of that? You know, the book, um, man, oh man, uh, Mike McCall's uh, Surge. He talks about getting in front of the, those type of surges. That's huge. Get in front of it and, and jump in with both feet. Yeah. But it's my, my, my mental block on it when I was doing calls and Zach wanted to beat me like a redheaded stepchild because I would always go revert back to my realtor hat, right? Cool. Just like, hi, I'm, I'm with XYZ or real estate. I'm thinking, are you thinking about selling your home? Because I would like to list it. I'm like, God damn it. No, yeah. I would like to buy it. Yeah. And it, it's actually a much easier end to get a meeting to say it, that you're- I'm an investor, but I'm also, my day job is a real estate agent. Just want to be clear about that. But I'm here with my investor hat on. Are you thinking about selling? Because I'm looking to buy. And don't you sound stronger? You sound stronger financially just by saying that. Yep. Yeah. 100%. Even if you don't have two pennies to rub together and you're a brand new real estate agent, you know what? You still sound like you're good. I yeah, mean, I agree. It's, I it's it. a phenomenal end. All right. So other than uh, uh, getting the free book, which is a no brainer, uh, where else should people go to connect? You've got the podcast, you've got the website. Just give us the quick rundown of where you want people to connect. Uh, SmartRealEstateCoach.com is simple, Matt, because there's a, I do a free webinar. If they want to listen to me for another 55 minutes, they get, it's all content and then they can decide, look, I want to dig into that further like, like Greg has, or I don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the podcast is SmartRealEstateCoachPodcast.com. I, 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 will, I will attest, guys, anyone who's thinking about doing this stuff, I took a look at what Chris and Zach and their family and their business is doing. I vetted it out. I talked to a lot of folks. Everyone I talked to said, that's a great idea. My father said he made a lot of his money doing term purchases. And again, I want to slap him for not doing it more with me. Like, damn it, dad. But I bought into the to the group. I'm not kidding, guys. And this is not a sales pitch. I do not get paid for saying this by Chris or anyone else over his group. It is impressive the amount of attention you get and the resources that they provide, if you are willing to do this type of business, I, I mean, obviously I put my, my, you know, put my foot, well, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I bought in. <laughs> you put both feet in. Both feet yeah. in. Yeah. Yes, both feet in. <clears throat> well, so here's what's interesting. You, we met well before you did that. So it's not like you said, mm-hmm. hey, Chris, have me on the show. We gotta pro-. No, it's not about promoting. It's about the stuff working. Mm-hmm. It really does. And it changes people's lives yep. for the better. Yeah, exactly. All right. Greg, what's the best way for people to reach out and connect with you? Um, call Matt. Uh, he'll personally send me a message, and then we'll get on get on a call. That's right. I do, <laughs> I do enjoy being Greg's personal secretary. That's that's my favorite role in life. Oh, isn't it great? And yeah. on my car needs a washing too. Okay, oh, I thanks. appreciate it. Right. See you at three. Get right on um, you guys, go ahead and Greg. just. <laughs> uh, give me a call, guys. Actually, no, don't call me. Text me nine twenty five. 915 uh, 1978 you can talk to me about kind of what chris and zach are doing over there at smart real estate coach get my opinion on it uh, if i want to do a free coaching call uh or something like that anything i can do value so text me we'll get a time so 925 915 1978 matt you have a podcast company that helps people become famous just like you how do they do that <laughs> micro famous yes uh <laughs> not not macro famous nobody wants to be able to go to the grocery store and not and get hounded by the paparazzi I do. Uh, yeah exactly i'm sure you do that's probably true uh yeah so uh so guys go to uh just message me on facebook it's easy i, I actually set up a um uh, a new 
um, link page. So go to getmicrofamous.com. Uh, you can connect with me on Facebook, Facebook Messenger is about the main place that I'm actually active right now. I'm famously unavailable by phone and email, which I enjoy <laughs> thoroughly. So you can check me out on Facebook Messenger. Go to getmicrofamous.com. And all, all the links for all the stuff that I'll be doing there is going to be there for anyone that's on mobile. So that's the best place to get me. Awesome. Now, Matt, the most important question of the entire show, what color of bow are we putting on this show? Well, I think we have to go with green for, for cash. Money, baby. Make those right. dollars. Make it rain. Tie a nice little green bow around the episode. All right. With a little, couple little Benjamins attached to it. Okay. It works. It's the color, and it, it better be the color I signed your book. I think it is. I think it, <laughs> well, let me check. It's yes, de- it is. definitely the color of your logo, Chris. There you go. As, as well it should be. All right, guys. Hey, we love you to pieces. Chris, thank you so much for coming Thanks, on. Man. You are a legend. Absolutely fun. a legend. Um, you guys, if you like the show, give us a five-star review in iTunes and Stitcher. Mention Chris for dropping nuggets of goodness for, for us all here today. Um, and until next time, peace out, ninjas. We're gone. <laughs>